Hello, BTP listeners, ladies and gentlemen. I am recording this as a disclaimer. The following episode is for general purposes only. This does not entail any uh, guidance, like medical guidance. This is basically our personal experiences and our thoughts on the matter. And if you do see any difficulties you have, you should definitely seek professional advice. And this should not be substituted for such. I hope you enjoy our talk or our conversation and I hope it does help people around um, who, who do see themselves in some uh, mental pitfalls at times due to outside factors or internal. Nevertheless, I will invite you to listen to what will follow the next hour accompanied by Ali and Kenwar, who have been before on our podcast on different episodes. Have a goodie. What are we talking about, Ali, today? We're talking about... Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Um, Give us an intro. Sure. Um, yeah, that's so... So, yeah, like something really... Uh, it's really um, true to me. Uh, something I really care about is 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 mental health mm-hmm. in, in like 2019 or in the 21st century. Um, just in general, I think, and, and especially within guys... Um, you know, I think, I think a lot of times, um, uh, this society, um, yeah. So, so a lot of times guys are not really like, a, like equipped with the tools to actually deal with depression or, or, or with mental health in general, um, uh, because they're under constant pressure in terms of like, uh, okay, you know what, you're a guy, you have to be strong. Uh, you have to be like really macho. Uh, you know, like if you if you talk about depression as a guy, sometimes it's mocked as as a weakness, and it could be used against um, you know against a guy, um, and um, and yeah, like that just adds an extra layer of pressure on top of other things. Um, so so for me, yeah, this is really important because obviously I've been through um, you know like different phases of depression, and just in general, you know, I'm trying to figure out a way to like to like deal with that um and you know there there are some things i found that that really helped me in the past so so like one of them is to travel uh to to different places it kind of gives you a different perspective on life in general and it also teaches you how how minimal um those those stress are in your life and um yeah, just j- just in general, it it yeah it gives you an idea of uh, of how how you can how you can reflect back on, on your life mm-hmm. because when you're on that trip, uh, you know, like most of the times, you know, like if you don't have your phone, right? So so you know, like that's another topic, I guess, in terms of like what how phone causes a lot of us to 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 get depressed or or get anxiety, right? But uh, but yeah, like for example, if you're if you're traveling and you know, like you have your phone for like for the important things like calling and, mm-hmm. and doing Google maps. Yeah. And most of the times you're not consuming a lot of other information and you're really thinking. So you're really alone with your own thoughts, but at the same time you're actually outside. So you, you know, like you're seeing other people and it, it brings a new perspective uh, when you think about your own life, because, because if you think about, if you think about your own life, if you're reflecting on your own life in your own bedroom it will be a different it will be a different mindset for sure versus if you're outside 
and you're traveling and then you're reflecting back on your life. Uh, so yeah, so I just want to open up the conversation, I guess, just mm-hmm. to just to get more opinion uh, from you guys um, in terms of like, um, you know, in the past, if you if you if you had any depression, I guess that's that's one of the things. And and the second thing is that um, how did you how did you feel about talking? So so like, how did you feel about actually talking about depression to other people? And, you know, like, how did you approach it? Uh, yeah. So I just want more opinions from you guys. So between Kanwar mm-hmm. uh, and Puya, uh, whoever wants to give me their opinions. Um, I, first of all, I just want to say that this is a, <coughs> I think this is an important topic to talk about just uh, living in the 21st century. <coughs> and also um, having that conversation just with three, three of us sitting, three guys sitting and talking about it. Um maybe it doesn't happen a lot you don't see a lot of modeling of these talks happening um so i I feel this is a great topic to talk about in the first place i want to say that first um with with depression and mental health in general i feel it's important because there's in today's world we you're constantly thinking about too many things and it depends a lot about how you consume information uh, for me, for example, if I am seeing information on Instagram and I see oh, my friend has been traveling so much and I'm just here and I'm just, oh, I have to do this. Yeah. Um, or I'm working on, like, my life is boring. Mm-hmm. Um, having that awareness that, okay, this is coming from a place of me being negative, um, me being hard on myself is obviously the starting place for me. Uh, having that awareness and... That depression, I mean, over time you find, like me personally, I would find ways to, you know, um, substitutes to make me happy. I would find, okay, what can I do to find that thing that can make me happy, not addressing the main problem. So can you can you give a few examples of what you mean those some things are? Like, what would you do? Um, sure. It's, um, for example, like um, me gaming. Uh, it's uh, it's a way it's not just a hobby for me but it's also a way for me to take out my stress and frustration after a long day Um, in a game and if I perform better then I feel good about it Um, and it takes away that stress out of me Um, however it does not address the main problem that caused the stress in the first place so it's like a cycle it's a it's a cycle and what it leads to is maybe I spent to uh, more time than I should on gaming because then that affects your uh, depending on what game you play you know like the attention level is required is higher and if you already have a long day and you're in a mode of being tired and now you're putting your body through it and now what happens is your body is like uh, you need sleep and then the next day I wake up I feel I don't feel rested right um, and then, but I still have to go, go to work, for example. This is back when I used to work. And it's, um, and for me personally, mental health, um, the idea of depression uh, is, uh, I was not talking about it to anyone. Um, it never was something that I felt I should talk about because I felt nobody else talks about it. So, Mm-hmm. It was that idea of being not comfortable with it. Um, and I chose a different 
path with psychotherapist and I I went down that path knowing that okay this is uh, an avenue for me to talk about it with somebody who is trained to listen to you offer you advice which right. is objective offer you advice that you know they uh, where I don't feel I'm being judged offer me advice where I feel I can be open um about things and i i saw real value in it because at the time when i was doing it my work was funding it completely and i was doing it i was the sessions were going amazing and um the kind of uh, i was quite surprised by the things that it were that were being uncovered things that have been in the back of my you know in my psyche that has been sitting there and they were coming up because of the questions that are being popped up in those sessions Mm-hmm. and i would have these conversations with my girlfriend and she could see okay how much this is helping me and i think at the time her support was critical too because she was motivating me to go these to these sessions right um and i think that's important if you if you're in a place where you are doing it i totally respect that because i feel that's an amazing thing to do there's so many options in today's world with therapy for example and a lot of times i i wouldn't i would not feel comfortable talking about it to anyone else either and yeah. that's again comes from the idea of stigmatization uh you okay you're not even talking about depression but okay now you're seeking help but you're not talking about it to help you seeking either right. and and you and i remember it came up uh in a conversation once with my sister uh, about depression or you know seeking therapy and then um the idea of okay why don't you do something like outdoor activity more and uh most often i got that response and i understand i appreciate the beautiful impacts of outdoor activity to the body to the brain uh there's a lot of positive impacts or hormonal impacts that your body benefits from uh and it's very important to have that balance in your life very very important uh, from what i from what i understood through that experience but there was the support was missing the support mm. where okay i this is this is a good thing that you're doing and uh, at the time if that's the support that i needed and just a little wor- a word of encouragement would have mean uh, would have me uh, would have meant a lot to me at that time yeah i see i i completely understand what you mean um and i do agree we have a stigma problem there are associations that are that are not healthy like you you mentioned it early on early um what was it again um if you talk about certain things if you you know yeah. you're less of a man depression or yeah, yeah. yeah. In general. <clears throat> so it's a heavy word specific, yeah yeah specifically with men so we're talking yeah. obviously yeah. we we're a bunch of guys so i can't yeah. we can't speak up on behalf of women specifically but mm-hmm. yeah there is that and personally I do so I mean not I wasn't diagnosed by depression like yeah. I didn't go to a professional but I think at some point of my life especially specifically my late teens so uh, 17 18 19ish um even before that 16 I would say so those areas um those years were not were particularly hard for me a little mm-hmm. bit for various reasons I mean there is a degree of it that is hard for everybody because of um going uh, through things that teenagers go through so that's fair mm-hmm. well 
fair in the sense that almost everybody goes through them. But uh, I had some sort of like, <laughs> quote-unquote, existential crisis. I was mm-hmm. thinking way too much. My ideology about the world was changing, shifting yeah. radically. So it wasn't particularly easy. And then you have... Uh, school system that is pressuring you to get the marks to get into good universities um, and then there's this thing that you gotta get to uh, get to a good university to get to have a good job to get yeah. to live good otherwise you're a fuck up so all of that took a toll on me of course which um, which wasn't pleasant and I didn't I was frustrate, frustrated and I would um, act out, of course, but then I wouldn't specifically talk about my actual problems, and and to me, for me, it really wasn't because this specific stigma that a guy shouldn't do this or doesn't don't do that shouldn't do do this or should do that, at least not on a conscious level. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't like, oh, I'm a man, I shouldn't do it. Maybe yeah. there was an unconscious influence. I don't know. Yeah. Um. I. I the memory is not too vivid for me to even analyze it, but definitely there was not a con- uh, conscious uh, string pulling on it on that aspect. Yeah. But definitely there was that, um, and my behavior was completely erratic, a classic teenager that you would think of. Mm-hmm. And I gotta say, I, I really thank my parents for putting up with me. They were as I guess as nice as I could hope for yeah. it. I mean. Um, yeah, I mean, it's amazing. But um, either way, I do see what you mean. I don't think it was a major depression for me. Yeah. I don't think it was like a massive deep right. depression. But I did had uh, uh, other type, like not just the acting act phase, mm-hmm. acting out phase, but other stuff too. But yeah. Anyway, so that was my uh, uh, pinnacle of my experience uh, sure. with that. Um, yeah. You know, I think yeah, I, and and also uh, you know um, I think I think sometimes when I use the word depression, uh, you know, be, because depression could encompass a lot of different things. So sometimes I try to use something like mental health. Right. So I say, okay, you know, sometimes I say, oh, you know, I'm I'm traveling because I want to improve my my mental health. Fair point. Now that doesn't necessarily always mean I was I was diagnosed. As, as a depressed person right yep. because i think because i think we um you know like living in the 21st century uh with the all the social media and all that mm-hmm. I, I, I so i think most people go through that state mm-hmm. uh in terms of like their uh their mental health uh getting weak mm-hmm. uh but but the idea so so for me my my goal is to like obviously understand you know what's going on and my goal is to help other people, but before I help other people, I need to help myself, right? I need yeah, to understand yeah, why yeah. I am going through that phase, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it's so you know, like there's um, yeah, so so like there's one example I I always use about like for example uh, when you it's like when you travel in a plane, and and you know like one of the instruction videos they it's like they say that uh, if if there's lack of oxygen. You always put your own mask first, yeah, yeah, and then you put on the mask of of yeah, someone who example. needs help, right? So, so it's the same. It's the, it's the same idea when when you lack oxygen, you know, like you have to help yourself first, so that you can think straight, and then you can start helping others. 
so 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 that's the main idea for me. I want to help myself first. I want to see, okay, you know, like I, uh, when I travel, uh, you know, I feel this weird thing or it's this happy, I don't know, this happy phase that I am in. Uh, like especially when I come back, right? Yeah. So so like I'm trying to figure out, you know, like n- like nothing changes, you know, in terms of my life. Yeah, yeah. You know, like I'm actually, you know, like I'm losing a lot of money when I travel. <laughs> but but the idea I'm trying to figure out is that why is this happening to me, right? Like there has right. to be like a scientific thing, or you know, like um, you know, like why do I feel happy, or or you know, like why is it different? Um, so so like I do have some theories, uh, but before I go into my own theories, I want to like open that up in terms of like I'm not sure if you guys felt the same way. Uh, so okay, so I guess let's let's start with something that you guys felt helped you. Yeah. In a really good way. Yeah. So like like for example, you can't say like something like oh you know I, I you know I went camping and then mm-hmm. helped me for a day. Right, mm-hmm. so that's that's more that's more like a distraction, right? That's more like sure. keeping like yourself game, busy, like sort of the gaming the camera is talking about. Sure, sort of, it's more right? like a distraction. Yeah. You know, like mm-hmm. you're going away from the from the issue. Right. But but let's talk about something that actually really helps you for like longer period of time. Um, it, uh, as then, in as in an activity or yeah, it could be mm-hmm. it could be an activity or or, or it could be like a long term thing. Mm-hmm. But it helps you for a longer term, like yeah. at least a month or two months. In terms of like it kept you happy that all month and you were feeling amazing. And and then we can reflect back into like why do you think that was the case? You know, like what is this this depression we talk about or like this thing, this mental health, you know, like yeah. why is this happening? So I don't know. You guys can jump on it. Um, I think personally for me, um, last year was um, the psychotherapy that I took. Um, I was doing that for a period of four months uh, during the summer. Um, and that helped me because of the aha moments that I had during those sessions. Um, and really understanding myself. I think that was... I learned a lot about myself during those sessions that I did not. And um, this, whatever I did, whatever we figured out, all of this can really be done without you spending so much money on a psychotherapist. Um, The main, um, the way, the kind of questions, that kind of path it leads down to is is critical uh, in terms of what aha moment that leads to. Um, Because... Uh, during those sessions, like it was a lot of talking, mm-hmm. uh, and the sessions are not long; they're fifty minutes. Um, so you try to speak. So you need to have a goal. Okay, what what do you want to talk about? My main, <clears throat> my main uh, reason at the time it was it, it was a very I was in a in a very vu- vulnerable spot at the time when I reached out for a psychotherapist, mm-hmm. uh, both in my personal relationship. Uh, with my girlfriend and also my own relationship with my friends for example Um, but it came to a point where I again was being too hard on myself and I was being I was looking at myself from a point of view that okay there's something wrong with me I need to fix this Mm -hmm. Um, and I I understand that that was that is a very harsh um, uh you know, you're being really hard on yourself. You you don't have to be, um, but 
I remember when I started the session, I I told the person because uh, we did a phone uh, interview first. She so the person you mean the therapist? The therapist. Yeah. Okay. So we, we talked on the phone mm-hmm. first, and I picked a therapist that had a similar ethnic background mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. me. Um, so that was important to me, so she could understand my family dynamics, um, and the culture, um, and. I remember reaching out to her and be like, I need help with my ang- anger, uh, anger issues. Um, and by the end of the time of the session, it was interesting. She told me that, Kenward, I don't think you have anger management issues. Everything we've spoken about in the last four months, none of it tells me that you have anger issues. Because um, the way that they think about anger was different than the way I was defining anger. Right. Where maybe you're being really physical with a lot of things in your life. It can be in relationships. It can be objects, uh, which was not the case in my own uh, in my life. And and she was able to find that through the conversation and and tell me. And I know how relieving that was for me, just from a point of view. Okay, I'm speaking to somebody who has that understanding and that notion, and she's there to help me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that was really key. Like, you know, there's... For me, personally, what helped me and made me happy was I'm talking to somebody who's not coming from a point of view that they're going to judge me mm-hmm. or they're going to um, make judgments about what I'm doing because I feel in my own personal life, mm-hmm. I've had people who did that a lot. And my response as a person, as a human being to survive, I have to shield. I have to shield, I have mm-hmm. to protect myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. And I... And that showed up by me being too protective of myself mm-hmm. to the point where I had a lot of friends in my life, but I wasn't, I didn't really have any real friends in my life where yeah. it's, it's, it's more about, I, I know about the person, but I don't know the person. Mm-hmm. And the, that started, yeah. that, Sorry, go on, yeah. that led to a cycle. Okay. This is, you don't need a lot of people. You don't need to know a lot of people in your life. It's, it's a matter of fact, it's, it's not a numbers game. And I felt that I was getting that I was getting that picture through social media. I was getting that picture through um, people who are so popular on Instagram, with all the mm. it's it's it led to it led down to a path where I was again like in a sense existential cri- uh, crisis for me. Mm-hmm. Um, it was it was to the point where I'm me I'm having this talk with my girlfriend and she is actually getting scared about the talks that I'm having about she, your. St- about sort of like your state of mind or something? My state of mind, yes. Okay. And I don't want to go into the details of that. No, of course. I just wanted to clarify what yeah. you mean by scared. Yeah. And, and, and her response was simple. Okay, you need, uh, I'll help you find a psychotherapist. And why don't you do that? And we'll see how that helps. Um, and that was, yeah. it helped me a lot. So, yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, so, like digging into that a bit further, I guess, would be like, so, you know, for you, uh, I guess it made you happy because you found someone who you can talk to without being judged. Mm-hmm. That's that's the that's the crux of it, right? That's the key. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, definitely. I think, um, um, yeah, finding someone to uh, to talk to. I think that's that's a great step. Um, so. So, you know, like I'm just wondering, you know, if, if 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 someone's listening to us right now and then they go, OK, you know, like I don't have that. You know, mm-hmm. like I don't have that resource. Right. You know, I don't know who to talk to. Um, for them, so so you know, like like I just want to say my point of view, and then 
yeah. and then you guys can chip in. Uh, I think I think for someone who's going through the same thing and they feel like they don't have anyone to talk to about this, or even even like a therapist, they can't afford a therapist. Um, so I think the first stage for you to just be like, okay, you know what? Um, you have to accept that that you're going through this, and um, you know, uh, and and you have to open up. Um, I know it's really tough to like like open up in terms of like your own mental health to to other people mm-hmm. um and if if there's a way you can find where you can open yourself up in terms of like talking to people and just just by saying okay you know what i'm going through this you know this phase you know or or you know this 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 mental health thing where you know like i'm feeling these these kind of things and then you talk just to people close to you yeah um and then and then as soon as you talk about it, you can tell from the first conversation you have with that person, if that person, because I think most of the time, most people go through this. So as soon as you talk about it, and if and you can actually see in the other person's eye, it's, it's sort, of like, sort of like the expression. As soon as you say, hey, I'm going through this thing, mental health, I'm trying to improve, uh, blah, blah, blah. And then you can see the expression on that face. They just blank, right? They go, "Oh my God, I think I have. I think I'm going through the same thing." Right. And now I'm interested. You know, like it's it's like it's like I want to talk to you. You know. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, just 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 opening up. I think I think that helped me. Um. But um. But yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know. Like so, if if someone doesn't, I guess, have a resource, uh, uh something like that. You know, like. In terms of, like, in terms of first stage, how would you uh, recommend right. a person to seek help? I mean, there's um, depending on where you live, you can find uh, a hotline. There's um, yeah, uh, most cities do have a hotline where uh, you you just Google uh, a mental health uh, hotline or crisis. I think mental health crisis hotline. Uh, most of the times it's 24 hours and it's uh, it, their purpose is to help you and they're there to listen to you. Uh, I have not personally used those, um, but they, there are those options. At the same time, there are community uh, groups who meet. It's like a circle, a community circle. They meet, they listen to each other. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of what we've seen in movies. Right. Um, even in Daredevil, they show that. <laughs> yeah. uh, that's a good chunk of the tv show and um those help um help you to open up everyone would have their own different context coming in um so opening up definitely is the first step yeah you if the more you open up yeah the more it's as simple as being comfortable in your own skin yeah um and it's okay if you're struggling definitely um it's we have to understand um also the impact of this society we live in about consumption it's a lot about consuming and consuming that's most of the marketing messages that are sent out and if we are brought up in an environment where it's all about consuming and being happy then the moment you take that out that could lead to chaos and crisis if i see a new phone coming out that's the only way to make me happy that's the idea that most companies would sell it's a marketing gimmick too mm-hmm. and it's that's one thing that I've realized too, personally, because the when when I want to buy something, I look at okay, what is the value? What is the goal that this will help me with? Versus thinking right in the moment, 
and buying, you know, doing so that's the approach because I know personally, financially, my financial meaning was different in my life. Finance for me, buying something had a whole different meaning than what it does today. And that led to a lot of other issues because my saving habits weren't, weren't, um, um, were questionable. Um, the way I was spending money was questionable. Uh, and the way I was justifying that was also questionable. Um, and I feel it's, it's all connected. Mm-hmm. It's, it's idea of opening up. Yeah. You can see patterns. These are the patterns that I saw when I, when I went to those sessions and these are the patterns that came up and they started making more sense to me. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, um, I think the most, the best tool that I think I have uh, that has helped me and does help me is um, I am interested in what is the underlying me- mechanism that causes what we see on the surface. Mm-hmm. So I think even with myself, when I see something going super bad, uh, I become interested on why the hell this is going bad with me. So I think in that sense, um, when you figure out even one degree, one layer into this, beyond this, uh, past the surface, um, you have that aha moment for various reasons that's helpful. First of all, you understand the problem better. Mm-hmm. So when you understand a problem better, then you can handle it better or you can manipulate it better. So maybe you actually make your situation better for yourself. So maybe that helps on its own. On the other hand, the fact that you're on the path to discovery, at least in my case, makes me happy. Mm-hmm. And that happiness to, like sort of, sort of battles whatever pain or suffering or anxiety or whatever I'm having. That's sort of like a reward system that when you talk about buying happiness that that is one way for me to buy happiness and that is uh, progressing in in discovery uh, about whatever that could be my own you know psyche or it could be my problems it could be the external problems whatever right so in various reasons in from various angles it helped me a lot still does and it, it it shapes how i think about the world around me how i how i form my opinions how i um, make sense of the world. So in that sense, um, it, 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 the fact that I'm trying to discover myself and my problems. So the, the first thing is obviously, well, which was so sort of like an axiom. I didn't even elaborate. Let me do that. Is to be honest with yourself, of course. Like if you're not honest with, you, if you if you're not accepting that there's something wrong with your life. By the way, everybody has something wrong in their life, mm-hmm. big or small. So this is perfectly normal. It's not abnormal and i'll get to social media in a second and how that plays into all that but the first thing is that you got to be, be be honest with yourself right if you if you assume you don't have a problem then there's nothing to solve yeah there's nothing to talk about there's yeah. nothing to do anything about so yeah obviously that's i take that as an axiom i i take that as a given um so i mean i know it's not a given for a lot of people but i can't i cannot think of anything that can help somebody to become if they're not honest about the very fundamental level I don't know how to help because even if I mention that you should do this, well, I don't have this problem, so I'm not going to even listen, right? So I don't know what to do then. Maybe you guys can uh, chip in later on. But um, assuming that's a given and you're at least relatively honest with yourself, then all of what what I said starts making sense in, in a sense that, okay, I have this problem or that problem or there's something going on. 
I have this anxiety, I have this work problem, whatever. And I got to figure it could be internal, it could be external, whatever. Now, I'm, I'm, I'm interested in figuring it out. It's obviously it's not true of everybody necessarily. I don't know, but it's definitely true of me. And I'm, I, I know a few other people that uh, similar methods have helped them. So that's why I'm uh, sharing. I think you can think about it if you haven't. And the social media aspect of it is that, as, as we mentioned, uh, on social media, me included, we put a filtered version of ourselves, which is the the groomed, clean, uh, beautiful part. We don't necessarily put the messy part. I appreciate that a lot of people sometimes do. It's great. All, awesome. But the proportionality of how much, uh, you know, massively groomed and cleaned and nice stuff that is out there of someone uh, to stuff that are not is outrageous. So mm -hmm. if you go on social media, if you, for example, open up Instagram, whatever, and you go th through your feeds, stories, yeah. whatever, you see a bunch of people who are having lots of fun, whether it's through consumer behavior, tr through traveling, through whatever it is. Yeah. And then you immediately like, what the fuck am I doing with my life? Because, mm -hmm. well, obviously you have those is snippets. PG-13? <laughs> uh, well, sort of, I guess you could say that. We can bleep that. But, well, well yeah. No, the, the podcast is ex ex uh, explicit language. Okay. So, yeah. Anyways. Um, mm, Social media. Lost, so yeah, yeah. So so yeah. When 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 all of this is, again, these are the snippets that do exist in our, mm. our lives too, like in my life too. Right. Yeah. And those are the things that I put on social media. But yeah. But then all I'm seeing is people are just putting these, and yeah. all, that's the influence uh. that we might take, right? So, uh, so so that's sort of the problem. But yeah, understanding this that this is not it's good in the sense that you get inspiration from other people. Oh, you can do that too. That's amazing. Yeah. Etc. But at the same time, you don't want to get depressed in the sense that, well, I'm wording the word depressed loosely. Yeah. Um, meaning, oh, then I'm not doing anything with my life. Everybody's productive. Yeah. Everybody's having fun. Everybody's doing this. Everybody does yeah. that. Uh, and and then that's just a snippet of their that portion of their life, which is perfect. But there's all of this messy things going around as well. So that's uh, how I think social media, at least as a, in an aspect, ties into this problem. Mm -hmm. um, and another, like, this was my mental struggle with myself that I that helps me. But the, externally, you alluded to it a little bit. And I think travel, I don't, although I didn't do, like, loads of travels, mm -hmm. I think that the degree that I did, um, at least for weeks to come, months to come, yeah. it does help. It does help a lot. And probably parts of it actually goes back to that um, sort of journey of discovery, if you will. Mm -hmm. Meaning that I start noticing something about myself, about the world that I wouldn't notice before. Otherwise, yeah, I see it differently. I I, I I learn something new from different cultures, different people, different backgrounds, different types of food. Blah blah blah. It gives me ideas, like those aha moments, and that definitely helps me a lot. I understand like that. This alone might might be like somebody might listen to this and be like, "But I can't travel, right?" Yeah. So I I get that. I understand that. Yeah. I'm just throwing ideas out there so yeah. i'm sorry if i'm if that's the case for somebody yeah. but um yeah yeah for sure i think i think yeah i think we can also do a podcast on 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 how to travel on a budget that's that's a good I point think, yeah. i think that would be a good thing to do i think i, I think traveling uh yes yes it is expensive if you uh I, so the biggest expense usually is the flight uh, but after that, we can we can probably have another podcast on that yep. in terms of sure. how to save money and you know things like that, what to look for. 
Uh, but yeah, going back to like social media and all that, you know, like there's a famous quote, something, something like that, that, um, happiness, um, so happiness equals a uh, reality minus expectations. So Very it's nice. like, wow. there's a lot of things you can control. So given that equation, happiness equal to reality minus, uh, expectations, um, the main idea is that which one can you control the most? to get your happiness, to maximize your happiness. So I know this is more like a mathematical thing, I guess, but but it's like you can't control the reality as much. You could control a little bit of it, but but like a lot of it, it's, it's, it's a little bit slow. You know, you can't control, you know, like everything. But you could control the expectations uh, that you put on yourself. So it's, so if you put more emphasis on the expectations and try to make that as small as you can, then then your happiness will just increase. Um, and and yeah, I just just one final point I wanna uh, um, uh, yeah I wanna say is yeah is that I think so this is just my theory I guess but so I think one of the reasons why when you travel and it's like when you come back, you know like everything is amazing or you know like you feel more happy is because I believe sometimes you're your brain is really numb to um, some of the events that doesn't give you, I guess, what's that thing called? Like, oh, like the adrenaline? No. What's that word? Exactly, adrenaline. Yeah, the the the, the chemical mm -hmm. that increases so your, or so your powers happiness. changes the body. Sense. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Uh, yeah. So like like the like the chemical property in your brain that actually expresses like happiness. So I think it's because of the consumption, you know, I guess back to social media mm -hmm. where it's like you're consuming a lot of information that after a certain point, you know, even though you get a new information, that's a good, that's good information. That's a happy news. Right. But your mind is so numb that you consume mm. that and you go, eh, you know, okay, okay, that's, that sounds good. Like, like, uh, so, so your mind becomes right. so numb that even like a great news, like, for example, you get a great job. You know, like if your mind is is already really numb from like other information or like other things that even if you get, I don't know, like you found your ball or you found your toy from from when you were a kid, uh, something like that, you would not feel happy because your mind is numb. Uh, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like it's it's, it's hard do, to explain. I do. See but the main idea is hmm. simple that that your mind is consuming too many things at once that hmm. you aren't able to get happy or your brain isn't feeling anything after it consumes even like good information i understand what you mean but i don't know yeah it's, it's yeah this is like this is very new this is like me, a so new theory comment. to me as well i'm trying to like figure out you know like um how i can support it but but you know like this came from 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 my thinking of okay you know like for example when i return from my trip or you know like like for example any any sort of vacation it's like why do you it's like why do I feel so good or in terms of like even like small things like like even like eating food at home or like making your own food at home yeah. it just feels amazing you know because cuz I guess it's because you know um you're yeah it's it's yeah I don't know yeah I got to give context Ali just recently came back from a lovely travel Yeah yeah totally <laughs> I mean yeah it's yeah, totally. Just uh, kidding. Yeah, I came back from a from a vacation, but 
but yeah, in yeah, just just in general, like yeah, yeah. If no, you come back from you. any vacation, um, yeah. I I just want to say um, what I've started doing recently, especially with uh, because I made the personal choice of um, say uh, not having Facebook or Instagram on my phone. Uh, so when I do go on those platforms, I'm on my browser or it's very specific because I do have a group on Facebook that uh, is important to me because of my school. So I have to see like up, a messen- messenger chat thing. Uh, no, it's like an oh. Facebook, like oh, Facebook okay. group, not a, on messenger. I do have messenger on my phone. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. That was, that was different. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And the sole purpose is because uh, so my classmates can communicate. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and. And I I have found different ways of controlling information. For example, notifications are all off for yeah. all the apps. So mm-hmm. the only time I go to the app, I would see something. Yeah. Um. It's one. It's my way to just be. Um. Not like to not have to not be bothered by notifications. Or it doesn't have to be that way, but that's the way that works for me. Mm-hmm. Um. And when I see now, when I go on any platform, um. I first of all I've I even before I used to spend too much time on say Instagram but now when I go on browser I'm spending say on average one to two minutes mm-hmm. um, I go in I see if there's any um, re- request or any message or anything um, and I don't post uh, a lot that has declined too um, and it's I just anytime I see now any information that I find interesting or I find oh this is cool um um in the past i would think about like like we have we've been talking about this in the podcast about oh their life is amazing um, right right but now when i go and look at it i there's, there's a, a different thought that comes to your mind and i just in my own head i think you know what they're playing i'm playing a different game hmm. and they're playing a different game mm-hmm. right uh what they're doing is amazing um, but i have a different game to play and right. That gives me that relief, especially with like going down when I finish my degree, what I want to do. And in terms of lifestyle, because that's another thing I've really thought about. I've really thought about how much activity do I want in my life? And I've I've constantly questioned this in the in the fact that A, I know it's going to be amazing for mental health to be mm-hmm. to be active physically uh, and B. I know, depending on where you are, you know, there's different levels of activity you can do. In the city, it translates differently. In the rural area, it translates differently. Mm-hmm. Um, and the whole idea of, okay, do I want to live in the countryside? Mm-hmm. Do I want to actually invest and buy something in the countryside? Because that's something that is a commitment. Mm-hmm. You have to take care of a lot of things. You have to do a lot of things. That's something that I did not grow up with. Right. But is it something that I think would make me happy? Or mm-hmm. is it something... Where the whole idea of being curious, that's one thing that I'm all game for. Like yeah. I want, I want to, okay, I see shed. I want to know how to build a shed. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Tell me how to build a shed. Mm. I, cause I feel this, and this is again, very con- context specific applying yeah. in my case, but little things where these are the questions that would never have popped up in my head. Um, it's it's uh, if I was working here, for example, and mm. with me going to school, with me interacting with people who have such a different uh, context coming in, mm-hmm. I'm mm. thinking about like with traveling too. When I when I traveled recently, 
uh, versus in my own context here, they traveled <laughs> together. <laughs> so when I traveled recently, and then I have a lot of people in my cohort who travel so regularly, mm-hmm. they do so many outdoor trips, camping, hiking, mm-hmm. and I just, I look at them and like, you know what? I've never done that in my life, mm-hmm. but it's never too late to do that. Yeah. It's never too late for me to know how to ski. Yeah. It's never too late for me to know what it means to do cross-country ski or yeah. backcountry camping, you know, where you're completely out of the civilization. Mm-hmm. You're out in the woods and you're figuring things out. It's like a form of wilderness, if you might yeah. if you might say. Okay. But things like that, it's something that would have never come naturally to me. Mm-hmm. It's just not natural because my parents never had to worry about that. They grew up in city. Mm-hmm. Their goals, their uh, objectives were different. And now... <coughs> I feel like those things have changed my goals. And mm-hmm. that's when I look at things now on social media, I'm like, you know what? I'm playing a different game. Mm-hmm. It's my success. The way now I define success is different for me. Mm-hmm. Money plays a role. Obviously, money plays a role in a lot of aspects of life. Sure. But to what, ex- to what extent are you, uh, what are you doing in your life? It's the, the, whole, the whole debate between time and money, putting right. in more time. How you use the money too. Right? Exactly. Yeah. And what what do you want to gain out of it? Like, what's the goal? Mm. I that was missing in my life. Like, I was mm. just making money. I was accumulating money, right, right? Without really knowing, okay, what do you do with this money? And now I have more money. But the whole point of when me and Ali were doing backpacking, we have little money. Yeah, we are happy. Mm. We're meeting people. We're learning different experiences. Mm-hmm. None, not a single day was it like, oh my god, like uh, this is like. Uh, causing any issues no yeah and the whole idea of being simplest yeah simplest simplicity made it so much more easier and i like ali was saying Mm. the whole idea of me at least how i was getting so much clarity was i was thinking about it after i came back and the whole idea of it being simple Mm -hmm. yeah okay it there is no other option i have five things what else can i think about hmm it was simple for me to think about things that I have as I was traveling. Yeah. And that opened up a lot of room for me to actually be present in the moment. Mm-hmm. Be present where I am talking to people, interacting, opening up or asking questions that mm-hmm. you, you're genuinely interested. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're genuinely interested. And I felt the culture, the language played a big role too, just because it was like total, like I was constantly being hit by dopamine. Like, okay, this is a new place new culture everyone is friendly everyone wants to talk mm. and i was aware that i'm feeling so happy because i see a totally different environment around me yeah and i i could totally see that i do not see this in in, in my own home country mm. and i was i was thinking at a point okay if this was back home that would be amazing but again like that opens up the idea of being realistic mm. if 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 you really want to be realistic if you're depending on where you live is it really realistic to have the same exact culture and language all around? Well, no. And then that, is it even valid for you to think that? Are you being yeah. selfish if, if you're thinking that? Right. So the the point being, I don't want to just think about myself because a lot of times I think about myself and I just want to think, I'm focused on myself and that's where the controlling and the letting go comes in. Right. And I'm like, you know what? Just, just let it go mm-hmm. and just think about it. And mm. how it plays out when I go back, when I'm finishing my travel, go back. How does it play? Uh, how does it impact if I'm traveling in my home country versus outside? Yeah. Yeah. 
definitely. Um, yeah. So uh, yeah, Buya, you haven't. Um, yeah, you haven't spoken on that. Uh, I I I, I, I forgot what was the um, you know, like what was I, like what was the original? Yeah, yeah. We we, we, we talked making? about that. We, we the yeah. what how you what is the what are the ways strategies to, to go? Uh, yeah. To yeah. Go? Or or something else you mean? And, I don't know. and the reasons why you feel that helped. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, um, yeah. Well, well, I I think yeah. Totally, sorry, yeah. I think you talked about yeah, yeah. that. So there's um, uh, there's also this notion to me that a lot of the ways that we think of ourselves or um, think about our first of all our beliefs, what we believe in. Um, I you could say ideologically, but in general, I would I would like to say about uh, who what what world we're living in and who we are in it, um, and what do we think of ourselves? How do we fit ourselves into this this equation of the entire society, the bigger world, etc.? Um, the, well, you can name it. You in a nutshell, it's not necessarily a perfect word for it, but uh, relatively good approximation. You could say your mindset. Um, can basically play a huge role on how you interpret reality because, uh, well, quote-unquote reality, because there's something that happens and there's an interpretation of uh, your interpretation of uh, you of it. So that how you interpret, 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 interpret what you are, th- uh, what, what is happening. So, for example, um, I don't know, I, I me and you have an interaction that we say like we're hanging out i'm i'm not speaking too much i'm a little bit low-key etc and then your interpretation might be that these are the some of the interpretation that you might have right either uh is upset or assuming you're not going to ask questions assuming you're just trying to inference based on what you saw either is upset maybe something going on with his life uh, maybe he broke up with his girlfriend. Maybe he he got into a fight recently. Maybe he's worried about his job security. Maybe he's upset with me. Maybe these are all interpretations that you can have of a single event that you witnessed, right? And that's just all the range of sets of them that you can have. And let's say now Canwar being in the same interest. So this is a three of inter- interaction. So we are hanging hanging out together, and then he can have another set uh, for himself. Now, somewhere they overlap, somewhere they don't. So this is what I mean generally by by mindset. Now, whichever you weigh more into, well, it doesn't have to be this simple interaction interpretation, but whatever. Now, that defines how you feel because if you believe that uh, I'm upset with you, then again, this is assuming you're not going to clear it up, right? You're just making inferences based on uh, what you th- interpret the reality to be. Mm-hmm. Now you're gonna be be sort of miserable. While I, it might not be any of these. Maybe I just didn't sleep last night that well, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> Maybe it has nothing to do with any of them. Maybe it's nothing bad, right? So, so now if you if you start thinking that, yeah, maybe Pui is upset with me. Now why is he upset with me? Mm-hmm. Maybe it's because of that. Now all of a sudden you're in 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 this mindset that might upset you, that might make you anxious, that might make you... Again, this is a very simple example, so this is sort of ridiculous, but then interpolate this to uh, more serious situations in our lives. That either we don't have all the information... First of all, it's not realistic to have all the information. It's never ha- it, doesn't, it doesn't ever happen. It just gets as good as it gets. But 
it's not either information is not as good as it gets or uh, or or we're just um, looking at it with a certain mindset. So what another thing that I like to, uh, you know, another way that I like to deal with stuff is not is not to make inferences, not to answer questions, but I'd rather try to ask different questions. Like what I was telling you was, um, again, this is a hypothetical situation, of course, but you be asking one question, and that is, what is wrong with Puya? And and then coming up with gazillion possible answers, and maybe picking a two or three, and then elaborating on them, or maybe one. Um, what what I try to do, this is this is like realist, uh, this is idealistically. Like I uh, I don't think I'm perfect at it, but this is what I try to do, and it helps me a lot. Is that instead of asking, sorry, instead of coming up with a lot of questions for one and a lot of answers for one question, I would be like. What are the good questions that I that I can ask? All right, okay. What is one is what what can sure what can be uh, going on with Ili? But on the other hand, I can ask, for example, what is he doing in his life, or mm-hmm. or or um, uh, how is he getting around, or yeah. or or is he? Um, uh, is, is, <laughs> camera's doing some weird shape thingy. Anyways, um, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so um, you know what I mean, right? So, so you you're trying to uh, find the perfect question, not the perfect answer. Yeah, and that's my thing. Uh, that's recently becoming my thing. I'm like, we can ask good questions because the answers are sort of the easy part, given that you ask the right question. So that's an- another way that I like to look at stuff, and genuinely, it makes me a lot a, a way happier person. It doesn't mm-hmm. mean that it, it applies to everybody. But I, I think it, it can apply to a lot of people, so I'm just putting it out there. And yeah, I think it it helps me p- solve problems better. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it helps me figure things out again. Back to the original point, like uh, initial point that I made. And and when I do solve problems, when I do make progress, I it 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 genuinely makes me happy deep down. And 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 no matter like, I can have a very intense, full of pressure semester. While I feel like I'm making some progress, maybe not perfect, it's it's definitely not perfect. I don't think I've ever done anything super perfect in my life. I don't I don't think it's, it's it, it even exists. I think it's it's a it's a limit issue. You keep approaching, but you never get to it. Hmm. <laughs> so 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 I I, I I yeah, that's not perfect. But if, as so long as I feel like I'm I'm doing uh, good enough, I'm doing to to my potential and i'm making progress i'm getting better there's a degree of improvement in it uh it, it makes me genuinely happy and, continuous and that's uh, huh? continuous improvement ci yeah CI, yeah. yeah yeah well yeah and, and and then this continuous improvement you can have dips in it like yeah. it's not a straight line that goes up all the time it sometimes goes down sometimes goes up it's a, it's a weird shaping curve but if you fit a straight line to it it's generally like basically going up so so yeah that that's uh, that's what i sort of like to to sort of sum it up that would be my final thing that i would like to share mm-hmm. tonight i don't know if you want to yeah, elaborate no, or you want to give final comments to um, sort of wrap it up yeah yeah sure um so you know like we touched on a lot of things i think yeah. um i think so maybe hopefully for the next one, um, you know, we'll talk yeah, more about. I like the one travel on a budget yeah. thing for sure. Yeah, yeah. travel on a budget. We can we can do on that as well. Um, yeah. And I guess the social media. I think we can unpack a little bit more on that yeah. uh, in the in the next podcast maybe. Um, and yeah, just just as a final note, I guess is that you know um, 
I think I think it's a constant battle, um, but you can make small like small victories in terms of like uh, fighting your your mental health and um, and yeah, it's 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 small things for sure. And um, yeah, and and the thing I want to say is that um, you know you're not the only one. So for example, if you're listening or or if you feel like uh, you know, like you're going through this stuff. Um, like definitely you're not the only one. Um, it's definitely okay to talk about it. Um, and it's all about the mindset, uh, uh for sure. But, uh, but, uh, yeah, just, just, just keep an open mind and we are going to post some, some more stuff on this for sure, because, because I do want to dig, dig deeper into it, uh, into, into, into how, how to fight it. I guess this episode is more like more like a summary or it's more like the more like a point of view we have but um but mm-hmm. but definitely something we want to go more in depth um that's yeah that's my final comment you guys can close it off awesome. um yeah i just want to say um before we close it off the uh i just want to reiterate what ali said not being alone because you there you have the support systems uh there are a lot of opportunities, a lot of ways to reach, ask for help. Um, and they're there to help you. Um, so you should not feel alone. You're not alone. Um, and also, um, with the mindset, it's so important to think about things, um, you know, that being mindful is a term that we say a lot, but what does it mean? Um, it That it breaks down into a lot of different components um and i, I just want to before we wrap up i want to uh, i just want to mention this because i feel it's important it's played uh an important part in my life um it just in, the, in addition to mindset because mindset is used a lot everyone talks about mindset um we talk about mindset uh in teaching there's a growth mindset there's a fixed mindset uh, but in addition to mindset uh, also think about other things think about um, your heart, heart set. What makes you happy? How do you feel happy? Um, nature walks. Does that help you? Um, uh, being physical activity. Does that help you? Um, and then other things, uh, there's, I'm, I'm quoting these terms from, um, a mentor that I follow, Robin Sharma. Um, and he talks about two more things, which are soul set and health set. Uh, and health set is important because, the only way for you to be, for example, be, you know, happy in your life is to not die. The more you live, the longer you live, the chances are, probability would say that you would have, even if you want to be happy, it would be higher if you live. Um, and with the soul set, the idea of there's so many things you can do. You can go for a massage. You can do a hot tub. You can do sauna. You can do a lot of activities that you can do to fill up your, you know, your own uh, tank, if you if you if you might say, and it's important for us to figure, you know, be aware and also know that we're not alone and we have the help that we need. Awesome, guys! It was fun, and on that note, um, thank you guys as always for tuning in, and until another good episode, have a good one. Mm-hmm.